Dear Brett, today is your birthday. You are 365 days old. That's bananas to me, by the way. I thought that it might be a good idea to begin writing you one letter each week and sometimes read them to you aloud. If I do a good enough job of being your dad, who knows, maybe there will be a day sometime in my future that you'll want to hear my voice or read my words. That would be nice. It's December 22nd, 2020, and at this very moment just one year ago, I was watching in horror as your tiny head exploded out of mom's vagina. You were so stoked to meet me that you didn't even let mom get the epic girl. I am now 30 and a half years old and feel like I've learned more about life in the past year than I was ever able to learn in the nearly three decades that preceded. To give you some context into this year, minimum wage is an unlivable $11.45 per hour, and the weather today has a high of minus 6 and a low of minus 21. The world has been in lockdown for most of the year, as people have been getting very sick from a virus called COVID-19. There seems to be a growing political divide in North America, though I really think that some lucky people are just bored, and others less lucky are just a little lonely. Fortunately, we have had each other this entire year. When you first came along, our lives had kind of been turned upside down. Your mom and I took prenatal courses prior to your existence, and while they were fantastic, I don't think anything could have prepared us for the types of questions that we were going to ask after your arrival. Hey Google, is a baby's own diarrhea harmful if he or she ingests it? To say it was a year of surprises would be an understatement. And so I want to share with you some of the favorite lessons that I have learned and that you have taught me in the past year. Lesson number one, you can learn a lot from a child. This is one of the more recent realizations that I've come to in my reflections of the past year. Lately, each day you have been reminding me that I have an imagination that I almost never use and that all these simple little things around me don't deserve my ignorance. Every single day, you do everything in your power to sneak away and crawl over to the dog bowl and dip your hand in the dog's water bowl. For some reason, it just makes you happy. Neither your mom nor myself understand why, but I often feel proud that you are doing what you love each and every day, despite what other people may think. As much as I'd like to take credit for teaching you that lesson, I must say, daughter, you're the one that taught it to me. Lesson number two. The best connections happen when you're disconnected. I've spent the last decade participating in a hyper-connected way of life, deeply attached to my emails, text messages, social media likes, comments, and online notoriety. I had always associated who I was with what I was online. And while it is true that a transformation began to occur during your mother's pregnancy with you, it wasn't until you came into my life that the transformation really took shape. Everything that I felt like I was began to only matter to myself and no one else. Every hardship that went into becoming a father I shared with you, and only you. When you were little, there were so many nights at 3 a.m. that you would wake both of us up. And we would kind of just sit there, the three of us, in silence together, and waited for you to become calm. Those moments were fleeting, but unforgettable. And they kind of made all the other fleeting moments before that 
seem somewhat forgettable. The value is in the connection that we made in our precious moments together, with nothing to distract us or remove us from time. I can recall your big little eyes staring at me for hours, deep into the night, full of discovery. And each night with you, I felt a little less tired. Lesson number three. Failing is to succeed differently. Now, I'm going to try not to sound like every health self book that has ever been written, so just bear with me. As you get older, you'll begin to realize, as every adult does, that the hustle and bustle of life often gets in the way of truly living. Over the course of your life, you'll come across many occurrences which may at the time feel of unequivocal and dire importance. In your prevailed moments, you will either succeed or most probably you will fail. And on the painful other side, you will come to know that you survived. In turn, you will find success. When I found out that I was going to be your father, I had recently got accepted into a very exclusive graduate studies program and had planned to move to China for the next two years. Your mom and I had only known each other for six months, so to say the news came as a great surprise, again, would be an understatement. By now, I should have been conversationally fluent in Mandarin, but instead, I am your father. And even though my life looks nothing like I thought it might, I sometimes feel like the most successful man on planet Earth, and it's because of you. Although fail can feel like the greatest pain you've ever known, it almost always leads you down the untrodden path you've needed all along. For me, that path was you. Lesson number four. Control is for the dead. This one's a little spiritual. Believe it or not, I spent 28 years of my life resisting spiritual stories that probably could have made my dark times a little lighter. Alas, here's something I learned from my early moments with you. Nothing in life is under your control, except for the ways in which you react to said situation out of your control. I am a man passed down from generations of control freaks. All of your grandparents, aunties and uncles, full-blown freaks. Instinctively, I was born with a desire to be in control of everything in my world, and for almost three decades, it worked. Until it didn't. Many occurrences happened in my late 20s that were proof that the safe life I thought I had built for myself was spiraling out of control. The only thing that saved me was, well, therapy. <laughs> but the only other thing that saved me was relinquishing the urge to control the things that happened in my life. Terrible things happen to good people, and working hard for some type of promotion can't really avoid an oncoming bus on black ice. These past two years, so many occurrences have been out of my control, and early on, I resisted and I suffered immensely. Every single day I work on the part of me that wants to control everything in my world, and I am reminded of a famous prayer that my great-grandma Ruth always used to say. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. They really weren't kidding when they said, listen to your elders. Once I woke up and learned acceptance, I suddenly learned what joy was. 
while happiness is temporary. Joy, the same joy that I see in your eyes every single day as you live in your moments. That type of joy is forever. Lesson number five. I am only as important as you. Perhaps the greatest lesson I have learned this past year is humility. I've experienced moments throughout my life of this type of thing, but I have never lived 365 days straight of true-natured humility. In the past, your dad has been known to behave as though he was the most important person in his own bubble. Your dad, of course being me. It was as though I always felt I had something to prove to the world. Therapy has taught me. There's a common theme here, baby. Therapy has taught me that it was probably rooted in being a man of smaller stature, what the people call short man syndrome. But as I matured in high school, it turned into a true belief in myself, a desire not to just be the best that I can be, but to be better than everyone else. In some ways, this competitive mindset helped me succeed in many areas of my life, school, sports, popularity. But as I am able to now reflect back on it, it also ascended my darkest qualities to the top. In many ways, I pretended like I was the king of my own universe. Even today, despite the fact that I can hardly identify with the person that I was as a young adult, I would say most people in my life still see me that way. There are always consequences to everything that you do in life. Always remember that. It pains me to remind myself of those days in my very early 20s. But again, it brought me down a path on which I walk today of self-discovery and awareness. When you came along, I took a back seat to everything in life that I thought gave me identity. Suddenly, it felt like all the attention that I had sought my entire life had vanished. Nobody gave a shit about me anymore. Whenever people would call, zero people would ask about me. They would only ask about you. Luckily, I had been preparing my ego for that type of blow, or blow I thought. The truth is, while there was a part of me that still craved the attention, from my parents, friends, colleagues, anyone really, I knew that it wasn't you that was stealing my thunder. It was that there had never been a storm to begin with. I was not the center of anyone's universe ever, and no matter how badly I wished I was, I wasn't even the center of yours. You have shown me in the past year what I wish I knew all along. I am only as important as you. The things that benefit me only matter if they benefit you, or mum, or grandpa, or grandma, or your friends or mine, or the strangers that we meet. While the world may have a center core, the universe does not. Living is about treating people the way you would like to be treated, not the way you expect to be treated. It's about giving your love, all of it, to yourself and everyone else. It's not about you. It's about us. My dearest Brett, happy birthday. Today you have lived one entire year. You have five, maybe six teeth. You have a beautifully thin, blonde mullet. You have two big, brilliant, and beautiful eyes, ascended by eyelashes that could stretch around the world. A curious cranium of colossal magnitude 
to protect the fragility of your entire potential. Two chubby hands and big feet, and an overall weird bum. You have an unwavered strength, which allows your courage to flourish. You can stand on your own two feet, say hi, and stack blocks. I spend almost all of my spare time watching you, every single day, discovering something new. Today, you discovered what an $80 cake tastes like. And tomorrow, you'll discover that dad would only ever give you an $80 cake if it was paid for by someone else. Thanks, Grandma. You have changed everything that I thought that I knew about life and living. You remind me that every day should contain a smile, no matter what, and that every tear makes it all a little greener. I will try to write you a letter each week for you and me, some long, some short, and sometimes I'll read them aloud here. If I work hard and with a little luck, just maybe you'll listen. Love, Dad. Mm-hmm.